Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm Jimmy Rosari. Police say South Bend has a problem with out-of-control teens right now. The Fraternal Order of Police says the fact that they're juveniles makes handling the situation tricky. And it's not just a nuisance. At times, these situations are becoming violent. Large groups of teenagers gather different places around South Bend, much like what South Bend Police is calling a disturbance over the holiday weekend where cell phone video captured teenagers out of control Sunday evening. The issue, according to Joshua Morgan, the president of the Fraternal Order of Police, is when the wrong groups cross paths and fighting starts as five kids fighting turns to 10 or 20 and before you know it it's a brawl and police are outnumbered realistically to get every single kid uh, probably not Uh, but i would say that you would probably want to get the the biggest agitators Uh, the ones that are causing the most problems. The FOP says the Juvenile Justice Center works on a point system, and this type of behavior is not enough for the JJC to detain them. So for the teenagers they do get, officers have to make calls to parents and often wait with each kid, which can take hours. Not having this place to to immediately deal with the situation at hand, uh, it it makes it kind of difficult because, you know, in order for somebody uh, to kind of face the consequences, per se, you, you need to be able to identify them. Departments are pooling 15 or even 20 officers responding to these calls, tying up resources for other calls. Police say it's not just difficult, but dangerous. Morgan says there's no one way to fix it, but additional manpower and resources for officers would be a good start. Also, accountability from parents, something Seth Most, an expert in helping kids reach success, agrees with, even if it isn't your own child. Kids get to this point. Because, you know, what's on the inside comes out. It's our responsibility as a community. It takes a village. We've got to take ownership. The FOP added the JJC can find parents for the actions of their child. And if those aren't taken care of, those situations can become much more serious. WSBT's Ann Lurie reporting. A downtown South Bend grocery store that promised to help fill a food desert has yet to open. Developer Dave Matthews blames the delay on construction and lack of communication with the city. While the grocery store has yet to open, Matthews just opened a restaurant down the street. Matthews says he wanted an extension on the grocery store, and in the meantime, he opened his new restaurant. But people are still questioning why the grocery store has yet to open. Dave Matthews originally started the project of his building and grocery store on LaSalle Avenue six years ago. The city of South Bend granted him $5 million of taxpayer money to complete the apartment building, which included a ground floor grocery store. Though residents have moved into the building, the grocery store has yet to open. The city sued Matthews in January for $7.5 million after he didn't fulfill his promise. But Matthew maintains the grocery store wasn't in the original plan. I think it gets lost in the shuffle that the development agreement wasn't to build a $300,000 grocery store. That's less than one half of 1% of the overall project. People are misled to think that the city gave us $5 million to build a $300,000 grocery store. 
Matthews originally was supposed to open the store last New Year's Eve and says he asked the city for an extension, but the city never responded. Matthews says he sent dozens of emails to the city, made phone calls, but didn't hear back for six months. They never responded until January, after our deadline had passed, to ask for an extension and say, hey, if we open this grocery store and you're closing the street, the food will rot on the shelves. Like, you can't ask somebody to do something that's impossible. You can't make somebody do something that's impossible. When I asked Matthews if he thought construction would deter customers from shopping at the grocery store, he says... Of course. I mean, it, it's, it's awkward, it's cumbersome. It, it's commercially impossible. Matthews acknowledges that people are frustrated and he says he's frustrated as well. He still plans on opening, but he says it will take three to five weeks after the construction on the Sal Avenue is done. And that is slated to be finished in November. WSBT's Gabby Luma reporting. A brand new health clinic has opened in Plymouth. Bowen Center adds primary care along with existing services for mental health and addiction recovery. The president and CEO tells me at Bowen Center, no one is turned away just because they may not be able to afford the services they need. Three, two, one. Bowen Center started as a nonprofit community mental health center in northern Indiana in 1961. Its primary care clinic opening in Warsaw in 2020. Some community members got together and said, we, we need to do more for people struggling with mental illness. And that they did. For more than 62 years, they've helped treat patients with emotional health care, primary health care, addiction recovery, and life coaching skills. And now Plymouth will have its own health clinic. Bowen Center's CEO and president says it comes at a great time as the growing issue of having access to health care continues to be a struggle. Part of us opening this clinic is definitely to step into that gap. The community has been rallying around really trying to find those options, but we're really trying to do something specific for that population that was always struggling to find that, but was made even worse with some of the closings and changings and people relocating from places. And as hard as it is to have access to health care, Bowen recognizes everyone deserves to be helped, even if they can't afford it. If you need the help, it doesn't matter whether or not you can pay it or not. You come in, you get the services, and we'll work with you. I think having a safety net organization that in the community is key. Also coming to the Plymouth area, Bowen will be building a new facility off US 30 away from mental health that will focus on dentistry, optometry, and pharmacy. Mayor Mark Center, who attended the ceremony, overwhelmed with how much Bowen will benefit the community. This was a surprise to me. I knew they were doing the US 30 uh, groundbreaking soon. I, I hadn't been hearing about that, but, but for them to be doing all sorts of medical things other than just mental now is, is very positive and truly appreciated by Bowen. WSBT's Tiana Baxter reporting. South Bend schools are looking into opening a career hub to help students after graduation. Wednesday night, the South Bend School Board approved a resolution to explore leasing space at the old Studebaker plant near Four Winds Field. South Bend schools exploring a new career hub, which will work to provide students with career paths to help them prepare for post-high school graduation life. The proposed hub will be a new addition to the school corporation, but it will also welcome students from surrounding school districts as a feeder system. The curriculum the Career Hub will use has already been introduced in schools, but the hub will also introduce students to dual credits and opportunities to best prepare them for the real world. Megan Dale, and Focus Project Manager of Career Hub, says though they've been in contact with officials in Elkhart about the project, it will be separate. 
our ultimate goal with this effort is to uh, fill gaps and provide opportunities for students who, who currently don't have opportunities to participate in CTE. The Elkhart Career Center has been around for 52 years, and its director says it's time for St. Joseph County to get on board. The reality is, is that we need more uh, of this type of programming in schools in general because it's in the best interest of students. And um, I think we're long overdue in St. Joe County for there be an opportunity to have consolidated services in one location. And uh, I tip my hat to what's happening there. Though the final details are yet to be determined, school leaders say it brings new opportunities for students. We are so excited and honored to be part of this project, um, helping to develop and and further grow career and technical education opportunities for high school students in the area is an extremely meaningful project to be a part of. The South Bend School Board is looking into how much it would cost to move into the old Studebaker building, and the project is estimated to be finished by 2025. WSBT's Gabby Luma reporting. We're learning more about the rare form of cancer that claimed the life of 76-year-old singer and songwriter Jimmy Buffett. Skin cancer, a common form of cancer, has three major types, according to the Mayo Clinic. That's basal cell carcinoma, squamous cell carcinoma, and melanoma. But we're finding out days after his death that Jimmy Buffett had been diagnosed with one of skin cancer's most rare forms. In this case, Jimmy Buffett developed a skin cancer that's very rare, a Merkel cell carcinoma. Dr. Holly Harris is a surgical dermatologist at the South Bend Clinic. To put it into perspective, Harris says she sees and performs surgery on 10 to 20 patients a day, and only about two or three of those patients a year have Merkel cell carcinoma. She estimates only about 3,000 people in the United States are diagnosed with it each year. We know this type of cancer is directly related to the amount of time you spend in ultraviolet light or in the sun. So it's ironic that we end up with someone like Jimmy Buffett, who is really the poster boy for fun in the sun, and he then develops this rare tumor. She says this form of cancer is generally more aggressive than others, is often fatal, and has less options for treatment. She says in general, it's a tumor that develops a bump that doesn't necessarily bleed or is painful. It may be a little discolored, but overall can be difficult to detect, which means you should be taking precautions and get checked out if you see something new. If nothing else, she hopes this is a chance to spread awareness. It's actually a good lesson to all of us of the importance of sun precautions while we're having fun in the sun. And I'm a big believer that we need to have fun outside, but we just have to do it in a smart way. Dr. Harris says to protect yourself from Merkel cell carcinoma, you should use sunscreen or wear protective clothing. If you notice something you think could be skin cancer, it's best to get checked out by your doctor. WSBT's Anne Larie reporting. Progress may finally be coming to the land that used to be the Osceola Dragway. Some parts of the 63-year-old racetrack has been turned into farmland and homes, and now more buyers could be on the way. A new push to sell the land that used to be the Osceola Dragway. Brad Hooley, the real estate broker in charge of the property, says most potential buyers have been thinking of turning two of the parcels into residential areas and says there could be offers on the table in the next few weeks as the area around the former drag strip grows. There's many, many... New houses have been built in there in the last, um, you know, five to six years. So there's there's definitely a real strong demand for that residential 
area. The Osceola Dragway was put up for sale by its owners more than five years ago and has seen little progress on getting the whole property sold. 22 acres have been turned into farmland and two houses have been built in that time. One homeowner in the area is unsure of what exactly he wants to be done with the old raceway as he enjoyed the races while they were happening, but he is open to the idea of more housing. I think it'd bring, you know, Jimtown District, I think uh, there'd be a lot more people coming in the community and kind of build up the community a little bit more and inside of the school program. Louis says if homes are not built, the remaining 100 plus acres could be sold as more farmland. Whoever purchases the property must also get clearance from the EPA after a chemical spill years ago. But Huey says the current area being used for farmland has no issues. Garrity thinks he would be happy with either option. I like the countryside. It's quiet. Um, it's nice not having a whole lot of neighbors next door to you. Uh, take a few walks back there with the dogs and be able to hang out and just you know live the country lifestyle. I like the farm side of it too. The current asking price for all 145 acres is more than $2.9 million. The land is zoned for heavy manufacturing, but Huey says it can be rezoned for agricultural or residential. WSBT's Asher Bookspan reporting. If you've ever been to Wellfield Botanic Gardens, you know it's a hidden gem. Wellfield Botanic Gardens was founded by the Elkhart Rotary Club in 2005. They've slowly added new features through the years to improve the space. In 2021, a capital campaign began to raise money to complete a visitor center. They're in the final stages of its master plan project, and that comes with some changes and new spaces. Walking the trails of Wellfield Botanic Gardens, it's hard to remember that you're in the city of Elkhart. These gardens will be blooming with some new features in the coming years. From peace and quiet to controlled chaos, Wellfield Botanic Gardens is in the final stage of its master plan. Uh, the visitor center, which is uh, you can see behind us, is under construction right now. They'll do the foundations. They'll actually start with steel this fall and uh, be able to go uh, inside starting in the wintertime. There are three other parts to this master plan in addition to the visitor center. An open-air pavilion is set to be built starting in early 2024. The current visitor's cottage will be moved and repurposed. And finally, 100 new parking spots will be paved. Of the $17 million total construction costs and endowment funds, 77% of the money has already been raised. It's amazing those that have stepped forward and realized how important this plan is, not only for Wellfield, but for the community. Wellfield's executive director, Eric Garten, hopes to have the whole project complete by the winter of 2024 and 25. With this project lasting over a year, the location of Wellfield's popular Winter Wonderland holiday lights will be adjusted to other areas of the gardens. So we've already had uh, meetings with our landscape illumination contractor. They actually started putting up lights uh, the day after Labor Day. And here we are installing 1.4 million lights. In addition to creating new spaces, Garten is hoping to develop a place more people are able to visit. Some of our existing amenities just aren't as accessible as they should be. This new construction is all of that in mind. Uh, we want to make sure that everyone who is able can come and experience Wellfield. WSBT's Lynette Grant reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 